0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is March 30th, and it is Holy Saturday. We will be reading paragraphs 691 through 698, and we continue our study of the Holy Spirit. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Roman numeral 2, the name, titles, and symbols of the Holy Spirit. The proper name of the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit is the proper name of the one whom we adore and glorify with the Father and the Son. The church has received this name from the Lord and professes it in the baptism of her new children. The term spirit translates the Hebrew word ruah, which in its primary sense means breath, air, wind. Jesus indeed uses the sensory image of the wind. To suggest to Nicodemus the transcendent newness of Him who is personally God's breath, the Divine Spirit. On the other hand, Spirit and Holy are divine attributes common to the three Divine Persons. By joining the two terms, Scripture, liturgy, and theological language designate the inexpressible Person of the Holy Spirit, without any possible equivocation with other uses of the terms holy, Spirit and Holy. Titles of the Holy Spirit When he proclaims and promises the coming of the Holy Spirit, Jesus calls him the paraclete. Literally, he who is called to one side, advocatus. Paraclete is commonly translated by consoler, and Jesus is the first consoler. The Lord also called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth. Besides the proper name of Holy Spirit, which is most frequently used in the Acts of the Apostles and in the Epistles, we also find in St. Paul the title, the Spirit of the Promise, the Spirit of Adoption, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of the Lord, and the Spirit of God, and in St. Peter, the Spirit of Glory. Symbols of the Holy Spirit Water the symbolism of water signifies the Holy Spirit's action in baptism, since after the invocation of the Holy Spirit, it becomes the efficacious sacramental sign of new birth. Just as the gestation of our first birth took place in water, so the water of baptism truly signifies that our birth into the divine life is given to us in the Holy Spirit. As by the, by one Spirit we were all baptized, So we are also made to drink of one spirit. Thus the spirit is also personally the living water welling up from Christ crucified as its source and dwelling up in us to eternal life. Anointing. The symbolism of anointing with oil also signifies the Holy Spirit to the point of becoming a synonym for the Holy Spirit. In Christian initiation, anointing is the sacramental sign of confirmation, called chrismation, in the churches of the East. Its full force can be grasped only in relation to the primary anointing accomplished by the Holy Spirit, that of Jesus. Christ, in Hebrew, Messiah, means the one anointed by God's Spirit. There were several anointed ones of the Lord in the old covenant, preeminently King David. But Jesus is God's anointed in a unique way. The humanity the Son assumed was entirely anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit established him as Christ. The Virgin Mary conceived Christ by the Holy Spirit, who through the angel proclaimed him the Christ at his birth and prompted Simeon to come the temple to see the Christ of the Lord. The Spirit-filled Christ and the power of the Spirit went out from Him in His acts of healing and of saving. Finally, it was the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. Now, fully established as Christ in His humanity victorious over death, Jesus pours out the Holy Spirit abundantly until the saints constitute, in their union with the humanity of the Son of God, that perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the whole Christ, in St. Augustine's expression. Fire. While water signifies birth and the fruitfulness of life given in the Holy Spirit, fire symbolizes the transforming energy of the Holy Spirit's actions. The prayer of the prophet Elijah, who arose like fire and whose word burned like a torch, brought down fire from heaven on the sacrifice of Mount Carmel. This event was a figure of the fire of the Holy Spirit, who transforms what he touches. John the Baptist, who goes before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah, proclaims Christ as the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus will say of the Spirit, I came to cast fire upon the earth, and would that it were already kindled. In the form of tongues as of fire, the Holy Spirit rests on the disciples on the morning of Pentecost, and fills them with Himself. The spiritual tradition has retained the symbolism of fire as one of the most expressive images of the Holy Spirit's actions. Do not quench the Spirit. CLOUD AND LIGHT These two images occur together in the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. In the Theophanies of the Old Testament, the cloud, now obscure, now luminous, reveals the living and saving God, while veiling the transcendence of His glory. With Moses on Mount Sinai, at the Tent of Meeting, and during the wandering in the desert, and with Solomon at the dedication of the temple, in the Holy Spirit, Christ fulfills these figures. The Spirit comes upon the Virgin Mary and overshadows her, so that she might conceive and give birth to Jesus. On the mountain of transfiguration, the Spirit in the cloud came and overshadowed Jesus, Moses, and Elijah, Peter, James, and John. And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my Son, my Chosen. Listen to him. Finally, the cloud took Jesus out of the sight of the disciples on the day of his ascension, and will reveal him as Son of Man in glory on the day of his final coming. The seal is a symbol close to that of anointing. The Father has set his seal on Christ, and also seals us in him. Because this seal indicates the indelible effect of the anointing with the Holy Spirit and the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and holy orders, the image of the seal, sphragis, has been used in some theological traditions to express the indelible character imprinted by these three unrepeatable sacraments. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.